You're listening to the Overtime Ireland American Football Podcast. Brought to you in association with OvertimeIreland.com. Now, here's the OTI guys. Hi guys, you're very welcome along to episode 74 of the Overtime Ireland American Football Podcast. Colm is finally back in the country. Oh yeah. So welcome back, Colm. I'm very welcome back and DJ, thanks for having me back on the show. Enjoyed my time away and some big news, DJ, to add to that, uh, got engaged, so lots of plans to, to be made on that air front as well, so really good holiday, some really good news and uh, some really good action then when we're back on Sunday to watch in the NFL, which we'll be recapping now, ASAP. You'll come, I'll get some NFL pun, puns in regarding your engagement. You scored a touchdown. <laughs> Thanks for that, DJ. Um, as I'm sure everyone did watch over the weekend, many, many touchdowns. and Well, not many in the case of my fantasy football teams, but other than that, DJ, many touchdowns scored. Looking forward to talking through them all with you on the show now. and uh, We might even uh, be going back to two shows a week now for the rest of the uh, the, uh, the season, so... Let's uh, get this show out of the way and hopefully bring you a preview show for the weekend's action later on in the week. So let's get in and DJ, let's review the week's action. Let's recap this weekend's NFL action. It's the OTI Weekend Roundup. So DJ, you'll notice some of the the rust there in my uh, intro as we haven't been doing the show together as often as we would usually do over the last few weeks. But uh, we usually mention the guys over there, Last Word on Sport. They do a fantastic job spreading the word of Overtime Ireland. We're up there now with them on their Last Word on Sport radio network as well. So check that out on their site also. You can listen to us on there. But be sure and check out their website. They've you covered for all sports. Everything is covered there on their website, lastwordonsport.com. Anything you want to check up over there and check out their Twitter handle as well is at Last Word on Sport with DJ. I mentioned we're going into our recap of the week's action, so let's start that now. Big win for one of the teams you've seen, Colin. Last week, the Seattle Seahawks. This week, they beat Denver Broncos 26-20 in overtime. Yeah, DJ, I did see the Seahawks when I was out in San Diego against the Chargers. Uh, very impressed with the Seahawks at the start of this game and really up until the last kind of four or five minutes of the game when Peyton Manning led that final drive, got them back all square. The Denver It was the Denver D really that got it going. It looked like, you know, it was going to be a comfortable win for the Seahawks. The Denver defense then really stepped up to Marcus Ware, Vaughn Miller and Cole really putting some pressure on. Aqib Tlaib looked good. But then uh, came down, Manning went down the field after that safety from the Broncos defense. Got them the touchdown late in the game. Didn't look like it was uh, going to happen for the Broncos. But then that two-point conversion as well to Demarius Thomas forced it into overtime and Went overtime. Russell Wilson got the ball after the, the coin toss, marched them down the field, made a few first downs with his feet, and then obviously Marshawn Lynch diving into the end zone for that touchdown. So a lot of late drama in this game. And, you know, for the Broncos, it was all kind of in vain, as we say in the end. And good win here for the Seattle Seahawks and Marshawn Lynch and Russell Wilson coming up big in that last and final drive. But overall, uh, the Broncos have uh, maybe closed the gap a slight little bit on the Seahawks after the Super Bowl win. But win for the Seahawks nonetheless and that their tremendous record at home with the 12th man goes on for another game absolutely massive win in the Thursday night football column for the Atlanta Falcons 56-14 I don't think anybody's seen this result coming you know, the uh, we have seen the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and they have struggled so far this off season or this season and uh, they just overall haven't looked great. And this was another game where they kind of—it almost looked like they might have given up uh, on the game as the game progressed. And you know, the Falcons pulled Matt Ryan out of the game before the end of the game. They really dominated. Julio Jones a massive game here. So Devin Hester also breaking the returns for touchdowns record that Deion Sanders had previously held. And you know, 
big big moment for him and he's you know doing a good job on offense this year he he has usually been a kick returner punt returner kind of guy and he hasn't always got a chance on offense especially with the bears but recent times here down in atlanta this season he's he's looked good and he's given them a little bit of a, a spark in offense but big big performance here by the atlanta falcons they are very good at home and you know it's just just a very very disappointing result for tampa bay buccaneers not much more i can say about it other than you know the really worrying about how their season is going to progress and at the moment you know it's hard to hard to see things improving all that much but can't really get any worse for them i suppose as well as another way to look at it deshaun jackson playing against his old team column the philadelphia eagles winning 37 34 in that game jackson got a touchdown and showed the love he still had for chip kelly and the eagles yeah did you this year when you know it's kind of the script was written for deshaun jackson to go and you know really get some revenge on the Eagles he did get that big touchdown and overall Kirk Cousins did play very well in this game he looked much more composed in the pocket than that than RG3 has all season and Nick Foles I have to say was very impressive for the Eagles took a lot of big hits in this game and you know kept going and kept going and with the help of his wide receivers got the job done late late win for them 37-34 and have to say uh, the big talking point in this was when the two players were ejected quite a big hit on Nick Foles after it looked like it was an interception turned out then that it was an incomplete pass but a big blindside hitting him but you know the, the one thing we got a question in from Eli Saber about this hit as well and what we thought about it and you know the I have to say the ejections both looked fair but that was obviously for the skirmish and everyone fighting on the field but I have to say I thought Foles should have kind of known a little bit better should have had his head a little bit on a swivel if you do throw an interception you're kind of an open target he was jogging over towards where the ball was I know I uh, could argue defenseless player and so on and so forth but you know if you're on the field and you're going towards where the ball is you're always likely to get hit and you know it was a free shot Philadelphia or the Washington Redskins thought they were going to take on the quarterback and I think uh, the result obviously was what was expected in the skirmish but uh, you know it's one of those borderline calls and I think uh, the right decision was made in the end with the players being ejected but that was down to the fight and I think the hit, the hit was uh, fair enough and relative to the rules of the game. Your Packers column very unimpressive against Matt Stafford and the Detroit Lions even though Stafford wasn't great himself but yeah that's what i was going to say dj stafford wasn't all that great himself but the packers really struggled here uh didn't get too much going on offense eddie lacy fumbling on that first drive picked up return for a touchdown by the detroit lions and most of the lions points actually in this game were by the defense they also got a safety against the packers and you know it's just a just a really really disappointing performance overall by the packers i thought the defense of the packers stood up quite well one of their better outings but i have to say offense uh was one of the one of the tougher games I've had to watch as a Packers fan and just really couldn't get it going really struggled all along and even with that they were still in it right to the end but you know the Lions you mentioned Matthew Stafford number of turnovers and have to say uh, can't really argue that uh, the Lions probably deserved this one based on just overall performance the New Orleans Saints continued to get their season back on track column with a 29 victory over Matt Castle's Minnesota Vikings he went off early in the second quarter yeah castle obviously off with an injury so maybe they're not his vikings anymore it looks like it could be teddy bridgewater's vikings and i have to say bridgewater played quite well when he came on he didn't uh, do anything that spectacular but he also didn't turn over the ball kept the ball uh, just you know went with the game plan and although they didn't put up too many points lost by 11 points that saints team are very very good at home and i thought the the saints would put up more points than this than they did so good points here for the for the vikings defense and you know, there was a number of things that happened in this game. Obviously, Castle's injury. The other one was 
Saints quarterback True Breeze got kind of almost suplexed onto the ground, came with a, a yellow flag and, you know, roughing the passer penalty. One that I thought was quite harsh in the Minnesota Vikings and, you know, Breeze was trying to stay on his feet. Obviously, the pass rusher wants to take him down to the ground, so what do you expect to happen other than the pass rusher takes him to the ground and Breeze obviously wasn't happy with it and a little bit of controversy around that, but I think it was a harsh call on, on the Vikings, but the Saints went on to win the game uh, 20 points to 9 and Overall, I think uh, the Vikings probably a positive move to have Bridgewater quarterback, but missing Adrian Peterson obviously uh, with the, his legal troubles going on at the moment, and you know a number a number of things happening them on offense. They don't look great. They're not giving the ball too much to Cordell Patterson, and I think you know coming up in the next few games, they're going to have to try and get the ball his way a little bit more, whether it be through designed runs or you know screens or whatever. But need to get the ball to Cordell Patterson for the Minnesota Vikings. It was a good result for my New England Patriots getting a win over. Derek Carr and the Oakland Raiders 16-9 they're now Patriots now 2-1 yeah do you just want to ask you about this game um, you know you mentioned a good result obviously getting the win is the most important thing but overall it couldn't have been great watching as you know you needed a goal line stand that fumble recovery by Vince Wilfork at the end of the game to, to get the get the result out of the bag against Oakland you know overall not the most positive of performances but it's all down to the win I'm sure that's what you're going to tell me Tom Brady himself said that there's one man performing on offense, and that's Julian Edelman. And he said there's 22 other men on the offense that need to step up. Yeah, they, you know, just uh, overall wasn't great. But the Patriots are never great at the start of the season, and you know it's about grinding out the results. And you know they tr- they'll be trying to hit their stride as we progress into the season. But I was just surprised that uh, you know some of the difficulties they had. Obviously, it was good to see Gronkowski back in the action. Edelman, as you mentioned, having a, another good performance. He's really stepping up to the plate over the last while. Very, very surprised with the way Amendola's been used in the last few weeks. I know he didn't play that well last year, and he's had a lot of injury issues. But you know he's not getting a lot of the ball especially with Gronk's being on the sideline sometimes and you know just with a few injuries to other receivers so very very surprised that they're not really going his way at all and you know Edelman as you mentioned playing better but a lot a lot of room for improvement there for the New England Patriots as we move forward Derek Carr playing for the Oakland Raiders he had some nice throws at times and some very very poor throws at times you know it's what you're going to get with a rookie quarterback but I think he's the the best option there for the Raiders as we move forward and he'll be playing of course DJ and Wembley this coming weekend a game which we'll be previewing in our show later on in the week so looking forward to that i'm sure we have lots of people here both dolphins and raiders fans that are really looking forward to getting over to wembley and getting to watch the live action and of course uh, the big event down in regent street this saturday so should be a lot of fun going over to that game we're not actually going ourselves very jealous of everyone who is who is going but it should be a very interesting game for them both teams will be looking to get a win to get back on track because of course the dolphins lost this week as well yeah, hopefully Derek Carr will be able to have the game off the season this week in <laughs> Wembley, just so that the UK fans can get plenty of entertainment, nothing to do with the Miami Dolphins going 2-2. Two and two. Yeah, DJ, and you mentioned the Miami Dolphins there. I mentioned they lost, lost to the Kansas City Chiefs 34-15, to and really bitterly disappointing performance here by the Miami Dolphins, not only because I had backed them to win this game, my money was on the line, but just uh, overall, I thought the Miami Dolphins' defense was quite good at times. Got a lot of pressure on Alex Smith. The Kansas City Chiefs, though, put up the points between Niall Davis getting uh, getting himself on the board and Joe McKnight just uh, resurrecting himself out of nowhere to pick up two touchdowns. So a lot of interesting things going on in this game, but I have to say uh, Miami Dolphins were very, very poor and uh, didn't really run the ball that well. and Just everything didn't really 
go their way but um, going over to London this week will be a chance to get their season back on track and try and pick up a win against them Oakland Raiders but well, there's a few positive signs for the Chiefs here uh, obviously Jamal Charles not playing Nile Davis had a, a very positive game for them and you know uh, they had started the season luckily struggling so a uh, big win for them here away to the Dolphins Speaking of big wins Colin, the Cincinnati Bengals got a 33-7 to victory over the Tennessee Titans yeah, AJ, big wins, uh, and this could have been bigger. They really were romping uh, this game the whole way through, and AJ Green looked good. He looked, you know, like he was uh, he was doubtful for this game, or you know, he was on the injury report. They played quite well. Andy Dalton even getting a touchdown reception here, throwing to him by Mohamed Sanu. So all sorts of things going on here for the Bengals, and first quarterback in Bengals history to have a receiving touchdown. So Andy Dalton. Uh, not just happy to play quarterback, he's going to play a bit of wide receiver there too. And second week in a row that Mohamed Sanu has thrown a touchdown. So, But the one thing needs you to come out of this game and out of the three performances overall by the Bengals, I have to say I think overall the Bengals look the best team in the NFL at the moment. I've been very impressed with their performances over the first three weeks of the season. And you know that's going to continue going forward. They haven't been turning over the ball too much. They haven't been getting too much pressure on their quarterback as in Andy Dalton and he's been staying upright. So overall, very impressed with them. Uh, Giovanni Bernard is doing quite well. Maybe not running as far as he would like as a running back, but when he gets the ball as a receiver, he's doing a good job. And obviously when you have AJ Green there, you're going to have a chance. But they've had a lot of injuries too on the offense. Uh, Tyler Eifert's out injured and a number of other key players out injured. But they're going to get them back uh, hopefully sooner than later. And they'll be uh, improving as the season goes on. And so far, you know, they're they're looking quite good. And it hasn't been their problem getting to the playoffs the last few years. DJ has been trying to get the win in the playoffs. So maybe we'll see that this time around. But uh, so far, the Bengals looking good. Big win for the New York Giants. 30-17 against the Houston Texans. Texans now 2-1. Yeah, 2-1 for the Texans. And, you know, they started the season. They only had two wins all year last year. And they have two already. But I suppose they started 2-0 and last year too. So, DJ, maybe this year's a very bad sign for them. Maybe they're going to go back to... 2-14, and 14. who knows what the future holds but I think they'll be slightly better this year but the New York Giants uh, looked slightly improved in offence against the Cardinals last week and stepped up again, Eli Manning looking solid again, a few nice throws and Victor Cruz getting a, a touchdown he topped 100 yards as well, Rashid Jennings I have to say looks very good for them at running back 174 yards for him on the ground I think uh, it was a big win for them just because they were 0-2, they needed the win, they were the more desperate team for the win, so now 1-2 and, and you know starts the season off, gets them a little bit of a little bit of a feel-good feeling and Victor Cruz talked about it after the game, he's a little bit happier with his performance over the last two weeks and just see where the, where the Giants go here, they had a very disappointing start to the year last year, so see if they see if they improve going forward, but positive signs with Eli Manning playing a, a little bit better over the last two weeks. And Dallas Cowboys got a 34-31 win over the St. Louis Rams. The Rams looked better than they have in recent weeks, but still fell short. Yeah, did this one looked like it was going to be all the Rams. They started off, there was a pick six to Tony Romo. They got themselves into a nice lead, and then the fight back started from the Dallas Cowboys. Don't know how you let Des Bryant be so wide open for a touchdown, a long touchdown pass to Des Bryant. Uh, maybe somebody should tell the Rams that that guy's quite a good player, and uh, don't let him just run free through the back of uh, the safeties and go for that long touchdown. But Des Bryant led the way, and overall the, the whole team started to play a little bit better and the Cowboys have now got themselves another win and people were thinking about this defense being terrible well the defense wasn't great this week overall but you know they've been a lot better than advertising the, in the preseason and uh, an improvement here they look to be uh, getting a little bit of a better win total than people might expect but maybe we'll see them fall to 8-8 eight eight again same as usual but they'll be happy with this win this week and you know the UK Cowboys fans won 
our fan free agents in the off season so they'll be happy to hear us talking a little bit about their team but I think all we can say about this one is it's a, a positive step forward it's another win in the W column and they'll uh, they'll progress as, as we go forward and speaking of teams getting a W this week the Indianapolis Colts 44-17 against Jacksonville Jacksonville now 0-3 and looking like favourites for the number one overall pick again next season very impressive game by Andrew Luck 31 of 39 370 yards and four touchdowns yeah, you mentioned favourites again, DJ. Uh, they haven't actually had the first overall pick, but I'm sure you're saying as in favourites as they were favourites this time last year with their start to the season. The Jaguars, um, you know, I've I've liked what Gus Bradley's been doing. He's luckily he's moving the team in the right direction all the time, but every time they seem to take a step or two forward, they take three or more steps back. So hasn't been a, a good start to the season for them. We'll see how it goes. I thought uh, Bartles done decent when he came in he had a couple of turnovers he also had a couple of touchdowns and he even went for the Dan Marino spike a fake spike at the end of the game that led to a touchdown so showing that he has some of the trick plays in the books as well I've seen him doing one of those in the preseason as well for them you know I think he's the the better quarterback for the team but the offensive line there is very very poor there's a question coming on Twitter about who should we be looking forward to seeing more action Teddy Bridgewater or Blake Bartles and I have to say Blake Bartles is going to struggle behind that offensive line it's a very poor offensive line that they have at the minute you know under pressure he obviously done better as he is more mobile can get out of the pocket before throwing the ball so that helped him a little bit but I think Bridgewater will be in a better situation you know I mentioned earlier getting the ball to Cordell Patterson he's obviously missing Adrian Peterson out of the backfield which would have been a huge benefit to him and there's some other injuries Kyle Rudolph now needs a sports hernia surgery so that there's another injury that's going to be taken away a tight end from him but I think out of the two Teddy Bridgewater is probably set up for the most success in the near future but maybe Maybe Blake can prove us wrong and uh, go on a strong run here for the Jaguars. Andrew Luck was incredible in this game, DJ. 140.4 passer rating. Sometimes passer ratings can be exaggerated, but it's the, the single best one of his career. He had four touchdowns, which is also tied for career best, and he had 370 yards, which is tied for the fourth most in any game. So he had a hugely, hugely uh, impressive t- uh, impressive game. There was another pass drop by Kobe Fleener for another touchdown. So, you know, Andrew Luck uh, showing what he does. But he can be up and down. He does get a lot of credit, DJ, for the good things he does. Sometimes he does some bad stuff, but not too much of that bad stuff this week. A player, DJ, who isn't doing too much bad stuff at the moment, and that there is Antonio Brown of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Had a great game last night. He has a great connection with Ben Roethlisberger. A few nice touchdown plays linking up between the, them, between the two of them. Le'Veon Bell, also terrific. For the Carolina Panthers in this loss, you know, losing by 18 points. Cam Newton went off with an injury later in the game, so that ankle's still bothering him and not a good sign for the Panthers and the Panthers fans seeing him going off not finishing the game but Kelvin Benjamin a real break spark for them and you know he's looked good in his rookie season so far I have to say uh, they're having a few problems with running backs a lot of injuries for the Carolina Panthers at running back so we'll see between Cam Newton the running backs and everything else how they go next week obviously Greg Hardy isn't playing at the moment due to his off the field problems and uh, you know that there kind of affected them a little bit last night it didn't affect them in the first two weeks we'll see uh, how they go after starting 2-0 and they're now 2-1 and Big win for the Arizona Cardinals against the San Francisco 49ers in that division. Another disappointing game for the 49ers. Started the half so well. Started the game so well. First half again. They impressed same as the first two games. Second half then is a different story. It's like a Jekyll and Hyde team at the minute. Dropping off their performance in the second half. And uh, really, really disappointing overall for the San Francisco 49ers as the Cardinals march back. And 
Drew Stanton getting them back into the game with a couple of touchdowns to John Brown so big big game their defense was also impressive but Colin Kaepernick and the San Francisco 49ers have to be disappointed with how their offense is performing at the moment yeah big surprise there Colin 49ers were one of the teams that I said at the start of the season or before the season started that they were one of the teams I thought would be in the playoffs but they're making it harder on themselves at the start of the season yeah and a, a loss in division two to uh, one of their division rivals isn't going to help their their situation they were a team I thought were going to kind of struggle a little bit this year just with some of the off the field stuff that has be, been going on with them but I didn't expect it to be happening this early in the season and 49ers fans I suppose same as Packers fans have to be a little bit uh, unsure as how the teams will go forward and I'm sure me as a Packers fan having a little bit of confidence as the, the season goes on that they'll improve I'm sure the 49ers fans would tell me the exact same thing so we'll see how it goes but a, a big big end division win here for for the Cardinals and that there is a, a very tough stadium actually to go to people don't talk about it too much but any division in that there or any stadium in that division they have very very strong home field records so another another tough place to go just two more games to quickly go through the Baltimore Ravens won this one late on against the Cleveland Browns looked like the Browns were going to get another one and unfortunately for them they've been on the wrong side of two losses where they lost by a field goal they actually won their game last week against the Saints by a field goal so very very close margins in their games late on this season but have to say a few trick plays in this they went to Johnny Manziel the Browns with a with a screen pass kind of out to the side where they were pretending that he was getting told off by the coaches but it was called back for a legal formation Ray Rice obviously not playing for the Baltimore Ravens as he won't be for the rest of the season but Joe Flacco's setting up a, a nice kind of combination with Steve Smith he had another big catch in this game he had a touchdown and overall he's had a smooth transition from the Panthers down to Baltimore but a big win here for the Baltimore Ravens after winning last week on Thursday Night Football against the Pittsburgh Steelers so a 23-21 win for the Baltimore Ravens and the Browns have to be gutted again by this close loss Last game of the week now, DJ, is the San Diego Chargers, who I seen last week playing in San Diego. They won by 12 points against the Buffalo Bills, 22-10. to 10. The Bills' defense, as we know, has been strong this season. They got off to a 2-0 start, but they are now 2-1, and one, and that's a game, DJ, you'd have been keeping a close eye on being in the Patriots division. I have to say the Bills have surprised me overall, but the uh, San Diego Chargers are looking quite strong, and Phillip Rivers with another consistent game for the San Diego Chargers. Danny Woodhead, unfortunately for them, has had to go off with an ankle injury and it's been confirmed that he's likely to miss the rest of the season with a with a broken bone so a disappointing news for them and Donald Brown's really going to have to get his carries up after Ryan Matthews got injured last week at the game I was at against the Seahawks so bad bad news there for their backfield and Donald Brown who came in from Indianapolis in the off season's looking like getting a big big increased workload for the rest of the season and DJ uh, I know you think this way a lot of the time but EJ Manuel uh, poor game any thoughts on him? Yeah, Colin, I don't think EJ Manuel's going to surprise me anytime soon. I think the Buffalo Bills, you know, they started off well in the season, but I think they're going to struggle overall. And I'm still quite confident, despite the Patriots' offense not firing on all cylinders, that the Patriots should take that division easily enough. Yeah, well, the performance of the Patriots the last day probably didn't do much to, for the outsiders to, to have any faith in them. But as I mentioned, the Patriots usually hit their stride a little bit later in the season. So makes it a little bit interesting in that division as some of the teams uh, have started OK and have a similar record to the Patriots. We'll see moving forward. 
Hi, this is former NFL offensive lineman Ross Tucker, the host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, and you are listening to the Overtime Ireland Podcast. We had a couple injuries, DJ, this week. In fact, we had a lot of injuries, so uh, I guess we'll talk a little bit of the NFL injury news right now, and uh, let's do that in the NFL news. NFL news. I mentioned there, DJ, Danny Woodhead off the San Diego Chargers. It's likely he's going to miss the rest of the season with a fractured fibula. So, you know, more tests to be done on him, but not good news. And looks like he's going to miss the rest of the season for the Chargers. And they've obviously had that injury as well to Ryan Matthews. And he's going to be out for quite some time. So very, very disappointing two weeks for them in the running back committee. So Donald Brown now has to step up to go into that role and get a little bit more game time for them. I mentioned earlier too, Kyle Rudolph is going to be out for the Vikings. Uh, went off in the second half with an injured groin. Turns out that he's going to need hernia or sports hernia surgery. So he's going to miss a few weeks for them, it looks like. Bad news for another tight end in the league. And that was Ravens tight end, Dennis Pitta. And I have to say, this was one that uh, really, really disappointed me just from watching it. You know, he's had the same injury last year with a dislocated hip. And it looks like the exact same injury to the exact same hip has happened once again and that's going to cause him to miss the rest of the season it looks like and you know any player going off with any serious injury is going to be disappointing but a player who had the same injury last year and is likely to miss the rest of the season you have to start worrying about uh, his future going forward and you know these injuries you know take a real real toll in the body came back from the last one it was a long hard road to rehab missed the whole of last season after winning the Super Bowl the year before and uh, bad bad news here for Dennis Pitta and the Ravens and looks like he'll be unlikely to feature for the rest of the season the Steelers had that win against the Carolina Panthers DJ on Sunday but a lot of injuries also Ike Taylor Ryan Shazier and Jarvis Jones all went off injured looks like broken forearm and a broken wrist between Ike Taylor and Jarvis Jones themselves and then a sprained ACL for Ryan Shazier who had looked promising in his rookie season so they're all likely to miss uh, quite a bit of time probably less time for Shazier but disappointing news for the Steelers after that big one they had and I mentioned the running backs DJ for the Panthers Jonathan Stewart limped off with a right knee contusion in that game didn't return so further tests obviously to evaluate the rest of that injury the Redskins lost the game and also lost D'Angelo Hall he had a Achilles injury DJ as we know with Achilles injuries can be very very serious and very very painful and it looks like he's going to miss the rest of the season with that Achilles injury so a lot of big big time injuries here we always talk about injuries this time of the year and it always looks like there's more injuries than there was this time last year but it's just uh, as it happens at the time I think we we think there's more but a very very tough uh, game to play for these players on their bodies and the big hits they take so very very unfortunate news there for D'Angelo Hall and the Washington Redskins something that might concern some fantasy football players and that was Colts wide receiver T.Y. Hilton went off against the Jaguars with a sprained ankle but you know it hasn't been uh, talked about too much since so maybe it isn't you know the dreaded high ankle sprain and maybe it's just something a little bit less severe obviously they had a big lead in that game so maybe just a precaution took him out of the game just to make sure it didn't get any worse so DJ that kind of takes a look around all the injuries that happened on Sunday obviously there'll be more news will come out in the next few days we'll see players on the injury report of practice and so on and so forth but for now that there's kind of a, a little injury report done here by OTI for week three off the nfl action so hopefully some of the players will be back sooner than expected but most of the ones we talked about there are quite quite big injuries and probably going to miss a good bit of game time so we'll see what pops up in the injury report as the week goes forward but for now that there's kind of a little wrap up for all the listeners competition time with oti there was the competition intro music dj we had a couple of competitions this weekend we had one for guessing the correct score or closest to the correct score in the second 
slate of games. That game that was selected by us was the Seahawks against the Broncos. The winner of that competition wins himself a OTI t-shirt, and that winner was Alec Delanzo. Hopefully I pronounced your name right, Alex. It's at AlexDelanzo1 on Twitter. He won himself an Overtime Ireland t-shirt for guessing closest to the correct score. He guessed 26-20 to for the Seahawks. That was the closest out of anyone that guessed, so congratulations to Alex. A t-shirt is on his way to you. We'll be getting a touch ASAP to get that started for you. We had a GameStop competition with our GameStop Ireland partners and we were giving away another copy of Madden 15 this time for the PlayStation 4. The winner of this competition is, drumroll please, DJ. You're getting better with those drumrolls each and every week as we wait to get ourselves a drumroll soundbite to slot in here. But the winner is SMC. Not sure what the initials stand for on Twitter, but his Twitter handle is at C-O-N-W-A-I-N-O. The random winner generator selected you as this week's winner of the Madden competition, so we'll be getting in touch with you as well to get you that competition for the PS4 out to you straight away. And that their competition was run in thanks to GameStop Ireland. Be sure and check out GameStop for all your gaming needs. They'll get you covered with whatever you want. Have to say, great store they've won here in Letterkenny, and they've won throughout Ireland and, of course, the UK, and they provide great service. So check them out, in particular the GameStop Ireland team, and you can follow them on Twitter. So... Check out everything to do with GameStop and GameStop Ireland. Thanks once again to them for running the competition with us. We also give away a copy of the game on Xbox in connection with them a few weeks back. So thanks again to GameStop Ireland and their great participation in this competition. So DJ mentioned earlier we'll be having another show later in the week to preview this week's games. We'll be splitting it into two shows each and every week now. So we'll be back later in the week, probably on Friday with another show for you. But stay tuned to that Twitter handle, which is at Overtime Ireland, for more information on the upcoming schedule of shows looks like two a week for the rest of the season so looking forward to talking with you getting interacting with you and just having a good time and sharing our thoughts on the nfl with you on twitter so that's at overtime ireland the the website is overtimeireland.com and lots and lots of articles going up there each and every day not each and every week each and every day now on the site so get over there check out the website overtimeireland.com let the guys know what you think of their pieces on the site. Lots of interesting, thought-provoking items going up there, so be sure and get over there. So, until we come back to you later in the week with another show preview in this week's action. Until then, all that's left to say is, I'm Colin. And I'm DJ. And until then, have a good one. Thank you for listening to the Overtime Ireland American Football Podcast. Please follow us on Twitter at Overtime Ireland. Check out OvertimeIreland.com and continue to spread the word. This has been an Overtime Ireland production.